You've survived the worst. Trauma, loss, rejection. The reality is, your pain can be a crutch, or it can be the thing that launches you. You're listening to the Purpose Through Pain podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you experience true freedom and breakthrough. Tune in each week as guests share their incredible life lessons from their personal stories and hear from experts who can give you the tools you need to stop surviving and start thriving. Here to help you find purpose through your pain is your host, Joseph James. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another great podcast episode of Purpose Through Pain. I'm your host, Joseph James. Time and time again, my mother would say, you're going to be just like your dad. My older sister would say, you're just going to be like your dad. Well, we've all experienced to some sort of degree, somebody saying something over us. You're not pretty, you're fat, you're ugly, your hair looks funny, you dress funny, you're not gonna be accepted. Oh no, you don't need to lift weights, you're, you're fine just the way you are. I don't want you getting any prettier. Those things, if said enough over us, can definitely dictate a mindset in us. It can create a pattern of thinking for us. See, for me, growing up in a abusive home, physically abusive, verbally abusive, things my dad would say is, it's not good enough. It's not good enough, son. You can do better. It's not good enough. Well, when you say two things, a positive and a negative in the same sentence, you know one is always going to outweigh the other, and it's normally not the positive. It's always normally the negative. You could have done better. It's not good enough. It's not good enough. Go back inside and study. You need to study more. Time and time. I don't, I'm not raising dumb kids. You know, and so you get those things said over you enough that you believe what they're saying. Those beliefs become a pattern where we start to not only just believe it, but we start living it. We start saying those things over ourselves. Those things become a story. See, every story ever told matters to us. A lot of it may just be a small nugget of something saying Somebody saying something about us or over us. See, when my mom and my older sister would say, you're going to be just like your dad, it's because I was definitely following those footsteps. But why was I following those footsteps? Because even though I may have resembled my father in certain ways, they would say that. And I always made the joke of God put me on this earth to aggravate my mom and my older sister. And so because of those things and because of my dad would also do those things, they would speak that over me. And I I remember that. I remember those words of them saying, you're going to be just like your dad. Well, okay, my dad was physically abusive. He was abusive to my mom. He was abusive to myself and my siblings. Now, he also loved us. Don't get me wrong. I don't hate my dad. I don't have a resentment towards my dad. I'm completely healed of that. But I'm painting the picture for you guys because some of you may live in this type of environment now, a toxic environment, a toxic relationship. Maybe you didn't have a great relationship with your parents. Maybe your marriage right now is the same way. Maybe not necessarily physically abusive. Maybe your husband or maybe even your wife is saying things over you. Well, why don't you get off the couch and go get a job? You're lazy. All those things are powerful. We may not even realize we're saying those. We may be saying them for the benefit of the good in the long run. But is that what it brings us? See, my dad knew that... I was a smart kid and he wanted the best for me. He wanted me to apply myself. He knew that I was smart deep down inside. Same thing with my brother, my two sisters, but his words became the opposite. You can do better. 
you're better than that. You're smarter than that. Well, when you're doing your best at something and somebody says something to that, it comes as a negative connotation. And so ultimately you start to believe certain things as people, if they say it enough, you get to the point of now you're saying it over yourself. You get to the point of creating a story, a story that can do one of two things. For most people, their story is like glue. It gets them stuck. And once you get stuck in a story, sometimes it can be very challenging and very hard to actually get out of it, to become unstuck, so to say, because we tell our story constantly to ourselves over and over and over. We stand in front of the mirror and say, we're not, we don't look good enough. See, I dealt with so much rejection from my father that it stemmed over into not wanting the same feeling when it came to asking a young girl out. See, I, I didn't go out on dates. I didn't go out. I didn't have, you know, a girlfriend growing up. I probably had the grade school kind of girlfriends, whatever the case is. But I remember my first chance at one was going to be going to my high school prom. And she was a very, very beautiful girl. But I got scared. And so I, believe it or not, I dumped her by writing a letter and putting it in her mailbox because I was too afraid to confront her. And so those things became a pattern for me that because I dealt with the rejection from my father, I knew I was going to get the rejection from females. And I didn't. And so to keep from it hurting constantly over and over, I just avoided it. I avoided the possibility of anybody ever saying no to me. And so I created a story in my mind that I'm not good enough. I am not good looking enough. I don't have the qualities. I'm not smart enough because of the things that people, family, friends would say over me. And that carried on throughout into my adulthood. Now, I've, I eventually married and had three wonderful kids. And then, of course, l- losing my wife to cancer. And after she passed away, I didn't have the self-esteem. I didn't have the, oh, man, I'm going to go out and, you know, find me a new wife, so to say, or learn how to start dating the aspect of dating again, you know. And so I was scared to death because of this story was now that the, the book had been closed for many years of my life because I was married. And all of a sudden, being a widower, the book now opens, but it opens to a blank chapter. But in the midst of me rewriting this chapter, what did I do? I referenced back to the old because that was the only story I ever knew. And I began to tell myself, you're not going to, you're going to be 42, 43. You're going to be single. You're going to be too old. And I finally had somebody, a friend of mine said, Joseph, you're handsome. And I'm like, huh? And I remember standing in front of my mirror in my, in my uh, bedroom. And I'm like, you really think so? And they're like, yeah, you're a, you're a pretty handsome guy. And for whatever reason, that just triggered in my mind of, oh my God, I have a female telling me that I look handsome. And so for once in my life, I actually felt something rise up within me and I, I began to rewrite my story. And so with that, then it came to the point of, you know what, if I'm handsome, I'm also not stupid. If I'm handsome and, and I'm not stupid, then I also must be a lot of other things. That was told over me. See, those things that were told over me became such a story that I began to believe them constantly and I began to live them. I have worked with and coached with many females that have been in verbally abusive relationships where the things that were told to them, you'll never get a job. You will never be able to live on your own without me. You will never look pretty. You will always be fat. You will always be looking for something. 
you will never mount up. All these things over and over and over, and the list can go on and on. I'm sure that as you're sitting there listening to this, driving in your car or wherever you may be at, you can sit there and think of something that somebody has spoken over you at some point in time in your life and it, to the point that you began to believe it. But not only did you believe it, you began to live it and you began to dwell in it. You begin to be, it was a part of your life. And what ends up happening is everybody loves a story. So what do we do with our story? We build upon it because nobody wants to hear a 30 second story and that's it. Everybody wants to build upon it so they can do what? Keep a captive audience because when we have a captive audience, when we have somebody that's willing to listen to us, our story gets more creative. And it's not that we're lying. Don't, don't get me wrong. It's not that we're lying. We start to imagine things and we start to put imagery to the story because if we can paint a picture for people, then what does it do? It brings them into our room, so to say. If I tell you a story about my dad being abusive or my wife passing away or her going to a trip to a hospital, I start getting detailed about things. I can make you feel as if you're sitting right there in the room with me and your emotions will get stirred up. And there's no doubt that if you begin to tell somebody one of your stories about how a relationship was toxic and why you stayed in it and how you could never feel like you, you got out of it, okay, is you can bring and invite people into it. And at the end of the day, psychology says that we love those stories because ultimately it attracts people to us and it makes us feel valuable. And so we continue and continue and continue to tell this story. And though everything may be 100% truth, no stretching, no fabrication, no nothing, but because all of a sudden we're now feeling valuable, dopamine levels start going off in us, okay? And we start to feel good and we continue to tell the story, even though deep down inside of us, the story really hurts. So pain, what I'm getting to today in this talk is pain can be something that can create an identity in you. See, when I was being told you're going to be just like your dad, I was following. I found myself following him in his footsteps, not only just in my attitude towards people, but my hatred. I became verbally abusive towards people. I became physical. I didn't necessarily go out and hit anybody. I think the only person I may have ever hit is my younger sister. And then probably at the time, you know, she probably deserved it a little bit. Who knows? But, um, you know, we that's done and over with. But when I began to walk in those footsteps, I began to get very angry. And I saw myself. And when I went to enlist in the Marine Corps, this was 1997, it dawned on me then that the words that they were saying over me, you're going to be just like your dad, was now right smack dab in front of me like a billboard. It was there. I was about to be, I was there. I was being just like my dad. And whether you believe in God or not, that's not what I'm about to say is the fact that I am a faith believer. I just spoke out and I said, God, don't ever let me be like my dad. And everything, I'm talking about the hatred, the anger, the resentment, the bitterness, the attitude, the, anything that you can ever ask for completely broke off of my life. That just that spirit, that feeling that just broke completely off. And at that moment on, I had the choice to rewrite my story. I had the choice to take all the pain that I was dealing with as a younger kid, a younger adult, and now start 
defi- letting that to define me in a new identity. See, we get stuck so much on our story that the pain now becomes such a crutch to us that it creates an identity because that's how we know and operate. The story of our pain creates a new creature, so to say, within us. I am not happy. I'm depressed all the time. I am angry. I am fat. I'm this or that or whatever the case is. And it becomes the thing that we now identify ourselves with and live through. See, I am connected a little bit in the fitness industry, competitions and things like that. And you hear a lot of people say, you know, oh, you're too muscular. You know, uh, males will say it to females. Uh, You're too muscular. And then, or why do you think you need to go to the gym and lift? I mean, you're, you're a female. You know, those things right there can paint an identity or paint a story for people that when told over and over and over again can create not only a story, but now create a full spectrum of who you find yourself to be. And I just want to encourage you today that that does not have to be the case. You have the power to write your story, even if it is painful. See, we can't help. We may not have been able to help at that time in our life, the words spoken over us, but we have the ability to whether or not to believe it. We have the power within us to sit here and say, you know what? Thanks so much for saying what you said. I choose to believe different. See, I'm not going to be like my father. I am not going to be overweight. I am not going to be stupid. I am not going to fail at business. I am not going to be bullied. I am not going to be an abusive relationship or a toxic relationship. I am not going to, just because my parents were divorced and mine were not, but just because this happened to my parents doesn't mean it's going to happen in my marriage. I am not going to be a statistic just because of what's on paper based off of science or based off of studies. I have the ability to write my own story. See, I believe that pain is life's greatest crutch, but it can also be life's greatest teacher. I believe that pain, if used right and understood, can be the very thing that launches you into your destiny. Don't let pain become an identity that gets you stuck or you're living creating a story and telling a story that never allows you to move. See, now on the flip side, if you haven't been following me, I grew up in an abusive home. My mom died in 2005, right after I was married. I hated my dad at the time. I wished it was my dad that died. But 14 years later, fast forward 14 years into 2019, my father died my best friend. Our relationship was restored with all my siblings and and my father. He died 22 days prior to my wife dying. See, very painful. Now I'm a, I'm a single father with three kids, realizing that I don't know what I'm doing, even though I had an amazing helpmate. And even though my older two were 10 and eight at the time, I now also had a one-year-old. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't feel like I knew what I was doing. But I took the pain in that story right there. And yes, it became a story, but it became a positive one. And though this has led th- those stories right there of my childhood and even into adulthood and even into my marriage has created a story for me. It's a story that I'm now telling to help people out, to allow you to to find guidance and finding your purpose through pain. See, I'm using pain not to create an identity of what I don't want. I'm allowing my pain to be used to create an identity that I do want. 
And so we have that choice today. So I want you to ask yourself this question. Is your pain that you've gone through in life, is it creating an identity that you don't want? Or is it creating an identity that you want others to see you by? I love you guys. I want to help you out any way that I can. I want to coach you through this if you will allow me to. But I want you to understand where you're at in your life when it's come from the pain that you've experienced. This pain may go back 15, 20, 25, 30 years. We all deal with pain, every single one of us. But what is our pain doing? Is it launching us into our destiny or is it becoming the crutch that we can't move forward? Oh, you may have a successful business. You may have a successful career. But what is it doing internally to you? You may look great on the outside, but what is it doing internally? Are you able to go out and find relationships? Do you have the the positivity of your own self that you know and the confidence in your own self that I can get into a bathing suit or I can go out and find new love or I can go out and create this new project or I can go out and finish this career that I once started years ago and that was interrupted because of life circumstances? That's the questions that you guys need to be asking yourself. Is my pain launching me into my destiny Or is it holding me back like glue? Pain can be the very thing that creates an identity. But what identity is it creating within you? I love you guys. Thanks so much for listening. Please, if you ever would like to reach out to me, I'm asking you guys to reach out to me. Follow me on Instagram, meet Joseph James. Follow us as we continue to create this story and take you along our journey and allow myself to help you find your purpose through pain. Love you guys. Thank you for listening to the Purpose Through Pain podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to share with a friend and leave a five-star review on iTunes. And don't forget to subscribe through your favorite podcast host so you won't miss a single episode. You're one step closer to finding true freedom and breakthrough.